Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so one, one thing will be a big Winnipeg fan tonight or a Nashville fan tomorrow as they both play the Avalanche, hoping that the Stars can win tonight and take that Central Division. But chances are that the Minnesota Wild could be the likely first-round candidate. So I was wondering, from your perspective, I'm guessing the game plan for a Wild Stars series from a Wild perspective would be throw the Stars off their game through physicality. Would that be the case? Yeah, you. If, if you got the chance to watch any of the Winnipeg-Minnesota game, you yeah. will know exactly what Dean Evanson and Billy Guerin what their mo was. And, and I and I even it was funny. Like, uh, what was it? A game or two ago, uh, when Minnesota played, uh, they won. I think it might have been the Chicago game, but they they let, they sat five guys. They they like they had five guys or four guys that didn't play in that game, and they were still chasing the number two spot, right? And yep. so you where you would start at home. And I, I and they won the game anyways. <clears throat> but I, I, w- I was curious about that. And I'm like, well, why are you – it's almost – and I thought, and Billy, Billy and Dino, they've been around forever. And when you're, when you're a visitor, all you have to do is win one game and you have home ice advantage. If they come into Dallas, and maybe that's what they believe. Maybe they believe that they're kind of – they're the kind of team they're built that kind of a team. I told you a long time ago the way that Billy Guerin is building his team, and he's building it for the playoffs. And, you know, he's got Kaprizov back, um, and they were scoring a ton of goals when that kid was out of the lineup, so that's a positive for him. Um, they're playing a phys- physical game. I mean, you know, Reeves, is, Reeves isn't going to be – the guys like Ryan Reeves, and Ryan Reeves is, is a spark. Going into that game the other night, I think in the whole time that he's been as a Minnesota Wild, he's taken one minor penalty. Yeah. So he's not, he doesn't he's take many penalties. A, a dumb player. No. You know, and he, he knows what his role is. <clears throat> and so and he knows who that there's the pretenders and he he's been around for a long time. He's not gonna get sucked in. So I don't think you have a fear of playing that guy in the playoffs. Where I think sometimes in the past they're like, Oh man, we gotta be careful here, you know, he's He's got a loose screw, and we don't need to be taking a bad penalty in the playoffs. It can always cost you a game, and it leads to a series. But I just wonder if their mentality is that we built a team, and we can, we're confident whether we're playing on the road or we're playing at home. Everybody knows when you start, on the, when you start at home, there's some pressure to win both games because you don't want to lose that, that home ice advantage. And is there a thought? You know what? We think we can, we can get a game out of Dallas. And we can come back to Minnesota one to one. I don't know. I was just curious about that move, and I'm old knowledge of what Minnesota's doing. But they are a team that is going to play that kind of style. And now what it becomes, it comes down to, and and you know Dallas isn't going to be a team that I think is going to. You don't want Jamie Ben going to the penalty box with certain right. guys. Uh, Jamie Jamie's too 
but I think he's a veteran guy now, and he's too smart for that. Jamie will know. If he has to, you know, if he's going to take go off the ice with one of those better players, oh, okay, that's fine. That, that's an even swap. But he's not going off with a third liner, a fourth liner. You know, Hartman, I, I mean, Hartman might try to get under his skin. Um, and, but Jamie's a smart player. Jamie will know the time, the, the where and whens. And, and I think Jamie will even take a punch, I, I, you know, if he had to, to put himself on the power play. But besides Jamie, you know, who, who are they going to target besides your top guys, right? I mean, the, the, the MO, you can already see what's going to happen. I mean, they're, they're going to put, they're going to put, you know, three guys that, that can go out and face the, the, the hints line. And cause they know that, Hey, that's, that's how we're going to beat this team. We got to shut these guys down. That's what we got to do. We can't just let, we can't put them on the power play. So, I mean, you're Dean Evanson. Your number one thing is you're not, you know, you know, the other night against Winnipeg, you know, it's a five on or six on three, I think it was, or something like that. And he put Reese on the ice. Well, that started a big, you know, thing around the yeah. hockey world. Like, and there was only what a minute left or less than a minute, but, but that was sending a message. You know, it was sending a message to Winnipeg and to Bones for, for whatever reason. Um, but I, I wouldn't expect that kind of stuff to go on in the playoffs. Okay. And a couple other NHL things before we say goodbye and let you be on your way and get stuck in traffic again. Um, yeah, I wanted to give you kudos when the Bo Horvat trade happened, went to the Islanders. Um, you were talking about the impact, um, and the Islanders clinch a playoff spot last night. So kudos to them. Nashville does not clinch a playoff spot for the first time in a long time. And the Pittsburgh Penguins playoff consecutive streak is over. So some new fresh teams in the playoffs this year. Yeah, the Islanders are going to be a tough out. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to get out of the first round, but but they're going to be a tough out only because they've got a good goaltender and they've got a system where they're hard to play against. And, and they can, you know, they try to limit you. And they, the way that they play, they typically don't give up, you know, three goals in a game, which is playoff hockey. And, again, this time of the year, and you come in all year long, and that's they played that way for a long time. You know, it's very similar to what we were like in Dallas and in Montreal. And they play, they play the same kind of game. They don't have to adjust their game for the playoffs. They're a stingy team. So, you know, I, I don't, I, I can't see them getting past, you know, whoever they're going to, you know, the first round. But you don't know. You know, it, it, it'll, it'll be tough um, for them. But they're a hard team to play against. Nashville. In Nashville, they were, you know, they were taking a, a knife to a gunfight. You know, they had their top five guys out of the lineup. They had something like $34 million out of their lineup yeah. from the start of the year. So, you know, they didn't. But Saros was the difference. I mean, they had a goaltender that was standing on his head, and, and they had life right to the end. Um, you know, so I mean, there's a couple other teams. Buffalo was knocking on the door. And, you know, there, there's some other teams there. But, um, you know, and again, you, you just look at it and um, – the teams that were supposed to win, I, I think, then. As far as Pittsburgh goes, I think that was, what, 16, 17 years or something yeah. like that that they've been in the playoffs. So that thing is over with. They've, they've got some holes, and Hextall is the, the general manager. He's taken a beating for not doing enough, you know, the trade deadline and things like that. So um, it's funny, though. You know, they went out and they locked in Malkin, and they gave Latang a big one. So, you know, they're – but the, I think the, I think the philosophy of, of Brian Burke and, and Ron Hextall, management-wise, there is like, listen, we still believe that we have three of the best players to ever play this game. They're not in their twenties, but we're going to have because they're they're not going to tear that team apart. 
I, I think they're going to find a way to add to that team and say that those three players, we, we know Crosby's got enough in the tank. Um, Latang and, and, and Malkin have gone through their little things, but when they're on top of their game, they're still really good players. And so uh, there was a reason that they, they signed those three-year deals. They feel that they like those things. So uh, I would expect those guys to, you know, to try and, you know, to try and, you know, they're not tearing that team down. They're going to try to add what they can in the offseason to, to give them a chance to get back in the playoffs. Well, hopefully when the Stars host the playoff series, you'll be in the barn. Happy to buy you a Frosty. I do. I, I, I saw uh, I saw an email from our our alumni director Bob Basson asked if uh, if any of us wanted or needed a couple tickets for game one or game two. Nice. Um, so we will. Uh, I don't know if I'll go. I, I kind of like. I just have a hard time when I go to that damn suite. There's a lot of talking going on. There there seems to be some Miller Lite up in there. Next thing you know, I'm driving home and I'm like, well, what the hell happened tonight? Like. Who scored that third goal again? Then I go back and watch the game again. I like watching, you know, where I can just kind of sit and watch the game. Bob Basson, my former Without teammate in the former charity game. I was plus two in that game. Just want to point it out. The tennis? That's <laughs> a charity hockey game. It was floor hockey. Wait, did you? Did you? Did you I was going to say I can't. That's why it didn't make sense to me. I, I can't even bother you with skates on. Why? I'm a scrappy Unless individual. Was, uh, I, well, because I, I guess I can I can see you with a pair of skates on. It would be those rentals, those figure skates, the white <laughs> ones that they have. The, the rental partner. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully black ones, right? Not white ones. <laughs> no, no, the white ones. The white ones are the baby blue ones. I can Ooh. see you with them. And then they have the little tassels on there with the little white, light fuzzy balls on the uh, on the on the ends of their laces. Oh my goodness, that is uh, that's funny. All right, Beast Mode, you have a great day. Always a pleasure. It's uh, fun talking when the Stars are playing like this. And uh, next week, playoffs. Can't wait to talk to you next week with the playoffs. Looking forward to it. All right, my man. That's Craig Ludwig, two-time Stanley Cup champion. He's a beast. Tomorrow, we'll talk with Sean Shapiro once again. Four episodes this week. Super excited to bring you guys more and more of Spits and Suds right here as the Stars ramp up for playoff hockey on 105.3 The Fan.